Ladies and gentlemen, emergency podcast, Blackhawk helicopters, vaccine passports. They're rounding everybody up into camps. We need to talk right now. Alex, Aaron, take it away. What are our sponsors for the evening? Is it Ivermectin? Hi, everybody. No, that is not our sponsor for the evening. Welcome back to the Choking Hazard podcast. We are now a sponsor, officially sponsored for, wow, I'm messing this up completely, but it doesn't matter. What I want you to do want to ask you, though, do you ever shave your balls and it ends up being a bloody mess like a Nate GS fight? Well, good news. Today's episode is sponsored by the official electric trimmer of the UFC, Manscaped, and they just released their fourth generation performance package. Fellas, you can get your black belt in ball trimming and join 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the code CHPODCAST. Now, let me tell you one thing. A champion, the, sorry, the champion of this package is the brand new, brand new Lawnmower 4.0 and the pound for pound greatest ball trimmer in the world. If you're looking for a smooth package, you're going to use that Lawnmower 4.0 and you can use the crop preserver. You can use the actual deodorant. You got everything up and set. Manscaped.com, you can totally get the entire lineup and you are set for life. I'm telling you, it's great. You find free shipping. And again, Mike uses it to shave his face. He doesn't want to use it for a ball trimmer. That's okay. Doesn't matter. You can use it for whatever you want. I just don't recommend using it for both your balls and your face. Maybe not. But anyways, do what you want. But you get 20% off plus free shipping with the code CHPODCAST at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code CHPODCAST at manscaped.com. It's time to knock out your pubes with Manscaped. Your balls and your sparring partner will thank you. Well, Mike, it's been a Your leaf water down. 64 <laughs> Hamilton Street Morse. Get your weed as fast as you can before you get rounded up into the internment camp. Alex and his crew have all the CBD and THC you need. Hurry up. Supplies are running low. Go to Walmart. Get everything you need. Get your guns. Get your bullets. They're coming for you. And your weed. Spirit leaf water down. So, so Mike, it seems like you've been under a little bit of stress this week. It's stress is crazy. Have you, seen, have you seen what's going on the last week? It's vaccine passports. You can't move. You can't go around anywhere. It's violating the charter. What's going on? This is crazy. Well, I'm not entirely sure that's what it, the vaccine passports mean. It just means they're restricting individuals from going into um, like public spaces without a vaccine. Oh, is that what it means? Yeah, that's technically what it means. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, I'll flip my hat back. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it meant something. I thought like we're rounding up people and throwing them in the cans. I haven't seen any of that yet. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I. I don't know what the, what what's going on. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I thought oh, well, I thought I thought I thought we were rounding up uh, people that were you know, uh, and then putting them into camps and then uh, exterminating them in, in some fashion because uh, they. I mean that 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 is not happening in Canada. I have not seen that on the news. I I do understand there. Are you sure? Do you do you trust? Do you trust CBC, Aaron? I, I there's a lot of things. I heard, I heard their fake nowadays. news. I heard their fake news. Can you confirm or deny? Or InfoWars is InfoWars is where I get my real information from. <laughs> um, I can't confirm or deny. Cannot confirm or deny what that you get your information from InfoWars? No, I do not get it from InfoWars, that's for sure. Okay, well, I do. So what what I what I've been what I've been hearing is people are being rounded up into camps if they were, you know, if they quote unquote do not get the jab. This is what this is what I've heard. 
This is so is that happening in, in other spots or is that happening in, in, the, in Ontario? Currently? I think it's happening all over. I think you're just not reporting it, Aaron. Is that 100% confirmed or you can't confirm? So I that? have the documents from the Pentagon saying yeah. that like, this is like We, this we is don't want to be throwing out false accusations anywhere. Like that we need to be careful about those. Well, this is not false. I have I have the documents right here. It's it's in this. It's in, it's right here. This is linked from the Pentagon. Right here. It's, it's <laughs> I have the plans. I have the documents confirming that this is this is the uh, the resolution of what they what they've come up with. So world deep so let me depopulating stuff, Aaron. Okay, so 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 kind of be be the kind of the same voice on the podcast today. So, so Mike, do you feel that the, the vaccine passport is a good option for the province right now? Or do you feel it's just kind of like, this is the only option that they have available to them because they're trying to get that last 20% vaccinated or should it be a, my choice? I can do whatever you want. Like, I don't want to try and put you on the spot, but what do you kind of feel is your opinion on that? Do you want what I actually feel or what the, uh, my Alex Jones interpretation of it is? <laughs> Uh, you can tell me how you ever want to interpret it. Alex Jones' interpretation is we're all going to end up in camps. We're going to be working for uh, the mole men in the center of center of the earth. My own interpretation is I think it's highly unlikely to happen. And I don't think people are going to be rounded up into camps. And I don't think people's rights are being, you know, heavily violated. I think it is a, a, an effort to, hey, you know what? If you want to go to these places, you need to be vaccinated. And I think they're just trying to beef up the numbers a bit because guess what? You know, I think we've said, we've been saying this, I think for over a year, I don't think this is going away anytime soon. And I think this is a way I now, like, I don't necessarily agree with it entirely. I think it, there, there are definitely like pros and cons to this. I think maybe more of a, you could probably see like a vaccine, a vaccine passport happen. Like, let's say if you're traveling internationally, certain countries, i.e. like there's a lot yeah. of places in Europe, for example, that are already implementing something like this. So Aaron, if you want to like, let's say you travel to the UK, you know, France, wherever, guess what? You are going to have to be fully vaccinated, but that's a choice that you want to make. So if you're going to go to a certain country, you have to decide, hey, this is what I need to do in order to enter that country. And I think we touched on this a while ago when I think we kind of predicted something like this was going to happen where it's hey, you know what, if you're going to travel and like, let's say you're going to go to Africa, there's certain inoculations we'll say that you probably are going to need in order to go there. But at the same time, no one's forcing you to go to these places, but they are requirements. So for example, if I walk into a store and I'm not wearing a shirt and they say, hey, you need to wear a shirt, they have every right to refuse service, for example, in that private establishment. At the same time, there needs to be some rules of what's going on right now. I can't just walk into your house or a place of business and walk in naked and take a dump on the floor. <laughs> so there needs to be some rules, I think, with this. Um, with all that said, I don't know. I don't agree with the having a conversation with somebody about this earlier. The I want to call it like the passive aggressiveness of a lot of governments in implementing this, where it's just like, hey, like go get vaccinated. And then like a couple months later, it's there. It's, it's like, hey, well, if you're not, then you can't do this. And then you can't do that. What, when really it could just be like, listen, guys, if you want this shit over with, this is probably your best option. I'm just saying. And like looking at numbers, I'm just looking at numbers just for the hell of it. Um, so 
I'm just using just Ontario. You just, you just have you just look at numbers. Just I have the it. documents, Aaron. Link from the leak from the Pentagon. There's going to be uh, 16 million COVID cases in Ontario a day. I do the math. It's science, okay? okay? Science. But so essentially, I'm not looking at model. I'm just looking at day to day. Like so, in Ontario, there's about 800. There was like about 865 cases today. Do you know how many of that were unvaccinated, for example? probably say 76 percent were unvaccinated probably in that range so it's about very it fluctuates per day it's about 70 to 75 percent so one dose or two is the rest of it so it's like 20 25 percent so if you're looking at okay what's the percentage of the fully vaccinated population in ontario it's probably about 75 percent right now of eligible people so 70 but really realistically it may be like like you're including kids and like toddlers and stuff you're probably looking at maybe about 67%. Just so just looking at numbers. So 67% of the population is fully vaccinated. They represent 25% of people testing positive for COVID right now. On the other hand, you have the unvaccinated population, which is about 33% of the population, including kids. And they're accounting for 75% of cases, roughly 70 to 75, we'll say. So there seems to be a correlation between you getting this illness and not being vaccinated and or being fully vaccinated. Um, that's what I'm kind of looking at. So uh, anybody can come out with a study and say this and that and whatever, and people are going to be like, oh, well, like all these scientists are bought by big pharma and this and that. It's like, I'm just looking at day-to-day -day numbers and that tells me all the information I honestly need to know. So whoever's listening to this, do what you want with that information and, you know, make your own decision of what's best for you. I, I don't think I ever on this podcast, I've pushed anything, but looking at those numbers is pretty, pretty much, there's a pretty good, I wouldn't say like a full out causation as they say, but like, there's a pretty good correlation between being vaccinated and not getting sick or not getting as sick versus being unvaccinated and getting COVID and potentially having much worse outcomes where I think you are currently in Ontario, you are about 42, I have to double check the stats, about 42 times more likely you'll end up in ICU with COVID versus being vaccinated. Yeah. These are real, these are real time numbers that I'm actually looking at. So you can say what you want about like Dr. Fauci said this, you can say what you want about uh, Brett Weinstein said, take ivermectin. I'm like, I don't give a shit about any of that. I look at numbers and I'm looking at who is doing what, because this is playing out in real time and, you know, kind of what, what side do you kind of want to be on right now? What, yeah. what are your best odds for, you know, not ending up severely sick? I'm going to leave that as a rhetorical question. Just throwing that out there to everybody. Do I agree with everything that's happened? No, certainly not. I don't think Aaron has either. I think things could have been done much better. I think there probably could have been a lot more honesty, I maybe with things going on as well. But you know what? I look at numbers and it tells me all I need to know. Yeah, and, and again, like you you said, I think when it comes down to it, when you look at the numbers, we've we've talked about it before. Where and again, it's, and again, we're in a time where. Unfortunately, science is playing out in real time and you're trying to figure out a virus that is constantly mutating and changing and the rules are not the same, right? And you can't play by the same rules you did a year ago because 
It just doesn't work that way. And I think you look at it like, well, you look at the data and the people who are ending up in the hospital or in the ICU, it's, it's, it's not, the, you can't debate it. The numbers are there now. So they're unvac between unvaccinated or, or vaccinated. I would look at like, are you willing to take that risk? And it's totally your choice. You can totally do what you want. And I totally agree with that. And I, and I, I respect everybody's opinion or their, their right to voice their opinion and protest and do whatever they want. I do have a problem though, when people wanna protest in front of a fucking hospital and not allow doctors, ambulance, kids that need to go get their cancer medication done and you're not allowing these people to get into a fucking hospital so they can actually get what they need to because you want to get something off your chest. If you want to fucking complain about the government, okay, go complain to the government, go to Queens Park, go to City Hall, do whatever you want to do and do it there. Leave the people that are trying to do their best, whether it being at the hospital staff, the kids that are just trying to get through a normal day so they can actually get through this whole thing, leave them alone. It is not their fault. So fuck off, go do your own thing at Queens Park and talk to Doug or go to Doug Ford's house. If you want to go hang out with Doug Ford and his daughter who contradicts everything he says, fuck, let's do it. Like, let's go. He's probably not going to be allowed in a gym officially in a couple of weeks, but sure. <laughs> exactly. Right. So go for it. I, I don't care, but like leave, leave the hospitals and the, and the healthcare workers out of it. it. It's not fair to them. It's not fair for anybody. But again, that's my opinion. Do what you want with it. So if you don't like it, okay. <laughs> this is my opinion. This is, this is <laughs> like, what I want. Tell, tell, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take, unpro I'll take unproven medications. I do what I want. This is America. <laughs> so, you know, okay. My, 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 I'm done with my rant. That was my only thing I really wanted to, the bitch tell about me, as tell far me, as. Tell me how you really feel, Aaron. What are your no, that, feelings? That was the only thing. The only thing is that like, like if you want to protest, go protest. However, if you are going to take information from a guy like Chris Sky, honestly, you need to really check yourself on who you're actually getting information from. This guy is a fucking grifter who will steal your fucking lunch money out of your <laughs> pocket. He looks like if he'll he has a, steal, steal your girl. If, if he will have the chance, he has a book supposedly, it's a fucking pamphlet that he's literally trying to sell people that is the greatest gift to mankind. Honestly, how do you know? Have you bought it? No. Oh my God. Why do you ask stupid questions? No. Like, well, I'm just wondering, <laughs> could you have illegally acquired it? Maybe downloaded it off the interwebs? I don't know. I wouldn't even waste my time with it. But right. I, but like, I have Pentagon, I have Pentagon documents. Pentagon documents, right? Listen, anybody can have their own opinion of what they want. I would just say, get your information from somebody who's not trying to rip you off the entire time. And that's who he is. He's, he's, he's taken the wave. He found a group of individuals that are rallying to his call and he's going to fuck every one of them in the ass. Every single one of them. That's what he'll do. <laughs> You mean literally have literally anal sex with all of his followers? Is that what you're saying? I don't know his sexual orientation, but I mean figuratively. <laughs> figuratively. This reminds you of maybe one of the all-time greatest Aaron Gall sayings. Um, well, actually, there's two, I'll, and I'll, I'll show you. There were two. At, there were two at the, the at the place that we do not speak of right now. 
Uh, one of them is, why are you guys standing around with your quote unquote dicks in your hands? This is how, this is how manager talks to people, by the way. That's number one. <laughs> standing around with your dicks in your hands. And I've actually heard him say, say that to females. I, I'm surprised you haven't been canceled. Number one. <laughs> and then number two is uh, Aaron was uh, very upset one day. And uh, I don't know if you remember this story. You're like beat red. We're coming in. I think it was around last year, around this time, actually. So it's coming in, coming in for a day of work. Aaron storms out of the office, is very upset. And he's like, he's like pacing around. I know he wants to say something. I'm like, hey, buddy, how you doing? We go into his office or was his office. I don't know, whatever you want to call it at this point. So he's like, these people shall remain lanes. need to take their dick, wrap it around, shove it up their ass, and literally fuck themselves. <laughs> And I think you said it like the top of your lungs too. And I think there was like another manager in another office next to it. <laughs> I was doing my best because I knew you were very upset. So like, I don't want to be a dick and just start like. Not, not my greatest moment. <laughs> it wasn't your greatest moment. But I, you, you know me, like I like to throw like gas on the fire and like kind of poke the bear a bit. Like I knew you were really upset. So I didn't want to do that. But I couldn't just help myself by just bursting out laughing at just how hilarious that is. I just wanted to share that, you know, it's. Aaron Aaronisms mm-hmm. was probably my mm-hmm. two my my two all time ones from you. Speaking of yeah. uh, speaking of dicks and asses and all these other things, but you yeah. know back to back to back to Chris Guy. So like back to the original point is yeah back to Chris Guy yeah the just, fucking human waste of space in the world <laughs> um, and hopefully he'll go to jail after he and for a guy who says oh I support the the police but meanwhile this guy tried to run over a cop with his vehicle when they tried to arrest him and then they had to arrest him later and then everybody was going to jump on this oh they're making those stories up okay if you're believing in what he's telling you and what the actual cops are saying okay you need to literally shove your head in like a toilet bowl or something like that and wake up like just you need to take it a a male appendage wrap it around Like, just don't, don't, okay? If you're listening to a pathological liar try to explain himself continuously, you need to just stop. Don't defend him. He's not your friend. Move on. I don't know why he gets so worked up about this guy because it's not, like, like, listen, like, at the end of the day, be aware of where you're getting your information from. Maybe you should talk to people who are doctors that you know. Maybe you should talk to nurses and people that you know. Um, I've done that. I have family member, family members and, you know, friends of family members that I know who are, you know, involved in things right now. And I like to talk to them and get their opinions. And like my significant other has family that are in the medical field as well. And they're dealing with these things as well. So, um, I'd rather get my information from those reliable sources. I'm severely, severely doubt they're probably lying to me or they're indoctrinated, or they're like, you know, went to med school, gained all this trust over all these years to like, you know, get back into like, hey, it's just to pull a fast one and get a, you know, this this is the big ruse is, uh, you know, in the in the world right now. Every, Aaron, you need to wake up. I have the Pentagon documents. I think it's time to talk some jujitsu. Gabby Garcia, Craig Jones, stop ducking. Stop ducking, my man. 
Yeah, I don't know if that fight's ever going to happen. We we do have a good uh, breakdown video of that, and I'm hoping that we can expand upon that one day. But um, the big news, I would say, especially for Ontario, especially we are going to have our first jiu-jitsu tournament probably within the last two years. That's located up on September 18th and 19th, which is going to be super exciting. So Mike and I are definitely going to head down. I have a lot of people who are obviously excited to get back into competition, even though if they've been trying to get to the U.S. and started to compete in different tournaments, which has been awesome. So I think a lot of those guys might have a lot more advantages over a bunch of the, you know, the amateur competitors that are probably just getting back into the swing of things, especially in the province. But it's definitely going to be an exciting time to have everybody kind of back training obviously getting ready for the next tournament which is only about two weeks away so it's gonna be good pretty cool i'm gonna like i'm gonna enjoy that too and just on a side note kind of leaving everything behind like last year and a half i know it's been rough for jujitsu schools it's been rough for a lot of people put all this shit behind us let's figure out how to move forward and you know how to get jujitsu tournaments running again and how to get you know jujitsu academies open and flourishing once again Forget about everything else. That's what's important. And we need to figure out a way of keeping things open and being able to, this is where, this is where the unity needs to come in, Aaron. The community oh, yeah. needs to unite. hundred <laughs> percent. And I think that's where like, you know, as much as like we bitch about uh, a couple, like we, yeah, we're, I'm singling out an individual hundred percent because he's a waste of space, but like, that's where we have to come together as a unity, like as a, as a community, as far as like in Canada, basically more than anything. And even Ontario, right? Like every province has their own kind of agenda, their own issues going on right now. And I think especially with Ontario, like, unfortunately, like, especially in, even in my neighborhood, there's been a lot of schools that have shut down, right? Mm -hmm. And so the schools that have survived, you know, obviously their students are flocking to the schools that have survived and, you know, managed their money well and created good business plans and been able to figure it out. So it's great for, for those communities that were able to stay there. But with every closed school, unfortunately, that was somebody's dream, you know, somebody's passion project, whatever it was. So you got to remember there, there's, there's people out there that have lost a dream. There are people get, out there get, who are... And guess what? That's that's happened to us too because you yeah. know we've had we've had our program shut down, and it's been you know continued to be shut down for the time being. Um, you know it's unfortunate. It is what it is, but you know there there are other opportunities out there. So for people listening to us, say, hey, that you know you're you're you got shut down. You got you know things have happened the last year and a half. There's always going to be other opportunities. So like, and like, for example, like someone in Hamilton, like, you know, like PJ O'Sullivan, he's had a lot yeah. of issues with his school and that's somebody I, I want to actually get on a podcast in the future. He had COVID issues. He had a flood in his school. Everything got wrecked, but guess what? He's moving forward. He's in a new location, you know, and you know, good for him because, you know, like there, there's always opportunities around the corner. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And um, I, I think especially when you look at like all those issues that were happening with obviously in their own schools, that's, and that's the main message I think when we look at it today, it's like, we all might have our own certain opinions on certain things, right? And that's okay. We can all be adults about it and speak as adults and communicate and voice opinions. But then at the end of the day, again, we're just trying to make it 
this way in our world and obviously trying to just tra train. Everybody just wants to get back on the mats and enjoy the times that they used to, right? So I think that's the biggest thing. And it'll be nice to see some competitions of different schools going at it. We're going to be there filming some content. So it, you know what? I think you just everybody's just got to stay positive. We got to keep moving forward and build off that more than anything. But I also kind of look at it as like, as we looked more into the atmosphere, as far as like the community as a whole, right? We also kind of looked at that whole fight sports thing that's actually been happening in Miami. And this is not an isolated incident, right? Obviously the, the Mo from ADCC has a huge platform for he can expose certain things. And again, I think the biggest message and, here is like, and he's kind of at the point where he has no fucks left to give. So well, I he think has no fucks he, left to give. He's he's in right? a position where I think he's going to run this last ADCC event, and I think he's done with competitive jujitsu, the politics in it, yeah. and it, which is unfortunate because I think you know his the last ADCC in 2019 was fantastic, and I'm pretty sure the one coming up next year is going to like blow the roof off of Vegas, and that's actually maybe an event that maybe me and Eric can go down and cover, eh? Uh, uh, good, sounds good maybe maybe but i mean we'll do, pay, we'll, be, do, we'll do some peyote in the desert oh yeah for sure <laughs> but but you know it, it's going to be unfortunate when he he leaves because he kind of put jujitsu on that next level especially at such a height but also he's exposing some of the shit that's there right and then and unfortunately this is not like i said it's not an isolated incident and this thing has been always happening in different are martial arts academies right and again it's important for schools and community members to expose the truth and obviously educate and have protocols in place and make sure that these things don't happen on a regular or things like if it if it's happening and you know about it and you're not saying anything that's an issue right so you need to look at, again like look at yourself in the mirror and really you know think about this plain and simple so at the end of the day, I think fight sports right now really has to, I don't know, I, I, my opinion about it, I think they need to go away. I don't think, and I really don't think flow grappling or any other entity should be covering them if this is still an issue that's unresolved. Yes. Is, it, is this something that you want a team? I think. I think the overwhelming answer should be no, it should not be things that you want, you know, se sexual harassment and sexual assault or things that you do not want on your team, period. Now, I think that should be, I think that goes without saying, Aaron, but. Now, I'm not trying to accuse Cyborg or Wagner or anybody of anything. However, if they were aware of this situation, them as leaders of the club and they hit it, that's an issue. That's that's a major problem. And That's I a major that. issue. And the fact that they, you know, they get promoted by these other entities that have sponsorships and all that kind of stuff. If, if they're still being supported by these sponsorships, that's a big thing, right? Now, if they didn't know about it, that's a different story, right? I'm not accusing, but from this stuff's going to come off the, off the head. And being, being, si being silent about it is, 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 just as maybe just as bad or almost as bad as actually committing the act and knowing about it or being there or seeing it like you, you know the if you're supposed to be a leader or like a leader of a team or a leader of a sport like the, these are things that like you you need to represent you need to be a, a proper representative and like obviously this behavior is not acceptable um there's also another uh 
recently there's been a lot of allegations uh, of, you know, we'll call it sexual misconduct, but sexual harassment. There's been a lot of things going on uh, in Checkmat as well with uh, Jackson mm-hmm. Sousa. He was, yeah. he was, he was, like, yeah, he was um, show your role dropped him. So yes, he's uh, he's lost all the sponsorships with Shoyroll uh, pending an investigation, and also Checkmat suspended him from teaching. Yeah. So he's he's no longer a Checkmat affiliate, and you know, like you you want to do like the proper process. Like when you hear something like this, you should be taken seriously, and you want to hear obviously, you know, if there is both sides of the story, you want to hear both sides of the story. And you, you know, you need to make a decision. Like these aren't allegations that you can't just ignore and, you know, expect to have students in the future. Like these are things to take very seriously. Um, Aaron, in your opinion, like what are things, so like you're running a school, you're in this position, what are things that you would A, do to maybe prevent, you know, sexual misconduct, sexual assault, sexual harassment, and be like, when you find out about something like this from like a potential student, from a student, what, what would you do? Like, what are ways of vetting this going forward so that, you know, things like this don't happen again? That's a loaded question, man. It is a very so, loaded question, but I got to ask, <laughs> I got to ask it. There's a whole lot of controversy on this podcast. So again, again, I'm, again, I'm not a complete school owner. So you guys, I, like what I say might not be correct. So don't take it into context, but my understanding if I was going to do it, I would obviously, if I'm having somebody teach a, whether, again, what are we teaching? Kids, adults, whatever, background checks. I mean, if this is a student from the school, obviously you're going to have some form of knowledge of this individual and understand, are they the right fit for your academy in general, right? Obviously having conversations with the kids, obviously having conversations with the parents, having conversations with our your students as well, right? If I'm a business owner, I want to know what's going on. I want feedback on how classes are going and and making sure I'm doing reviews on my actual instructors and making sure we're getting actual like proper technique, like teaching more than anything. I think when, if something comes into light and you also have a policy in place, like this is the things we stand for. Like these are the things that we want to accomplish. If, if our instructors break these rules, like they're no longer part of our team. Like we don't tolerate that kind of stuff, right? As far as a policy standpoint. And then the policies are in place. So if those rules are broken, there's no question about it. It's not about protecting a team member. It's not about protect. It's it's wrong. Protecting wrong. your buddy or whatever. No, yeah, no, wrong. Wrong is wrong. Plain and simple. Like, if, and again, if if this is a, a case of uh, sexual assault or sex like sexual um, offense against a minor or anything like that, the authorities are getting involved. I'm not even questioning it. It's not even going to be a thought process. It's going to happen. So that that's, has to happen as a business owner. Minor, a female, like somebody, somebody, like. 100%. Like, I, I have two boys, right? But again, if I had a daughter, I, I don't, again, I can't, I can't, I don't know how it would feel, but I know how it would feel based on having two kids. So, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's unacceptable. Plain and simple. I could never even think about having my two boys having that type of experience let alone if I had a daughter right so yeah so no I I think I think you pretty much nailed it I think there needs to be protocols and things put in place I see a lot of like we had Jeremy on our last podcast Jeremy Pare from from Gracie Baja and we discussed that briefly with him as well and I think you know he brought up some good points is like you know especially with Gracie Baja I think they're doing a good job with like vetting like who their instructors are where they're coming from 
criminal background checks, vulnerable sector checks, things like that. I think these, these should be staples in what we're what we're doing with our uh, with our instructors. You're not just if you don't know somebody and they're they're coming because you, you you don't know. We like you need to you know vet the situation. You may think you know somebody, but you don't really. Yeah, I think it's like you have to take the guesswork out of stuff, right? Like I don't want to make it sound like. Again, it's all about security, plain and simple. Everybody needs to feel secure. You secure your passwords for reasons, right? Like, and it's not saying everybody out there is a pig, but it's just like, that's why you have video cameras in the academy. That's why you don't let, like, kids be alone with is one. Is your, is, like, your, uh, right? is, is your internet password big ginger one, two, three? No. Okay. <laughs> like, but, but, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't have, like, you have protocols in place. You don't have one student, like one minor with an, a man, with an instructor, right? Like you don't do these things, right? To protect yourself as a business owner, but also to protect your students as well from these things, right? So they're never alone. Like that's, I mean, like I don't have all the answers, right? And I'm probably not even saying half of the answers that I probably should be saying. You're just, you're a, just a man, Aaron. You're just a man. You're not a guru. You're just a man. Yes. Just a man. That's a man. Just a man. <laughs> you know, manly man in flannel. Just edit, edit this part out and just say like I have an idea, but I just edited it out, and then we'll yeah. we'll just. I had an idea. We'll, we'll timestamp this. Out, boom! It's gone. It's it gone. gone. We may we may have a potential business venture. Yeah. Going yeah, into exactly. Speaking of manly men, this is a nice segue. Speaking of manly men, you know uh, your boy Joe Rogan. Uh, oh yes. He tested positive for COVID. Uh, he had a, he's a little under the weather for a few days and, you know, he's got no, he's on the mend now. I think he's feeling a lot better. He's officially negative. I think he's probably going to do a yeah. podcast as of the Sunday. So he was probably sick for about a week. Took a nice uh, cocktail of supplements, we'll say. Um, Aaron, anything you want to touch on that? I'll touch on that with Joe Rogan. Glad he's okay yeah. at the end of the day. No, no, 100%. Like, you never want somebody to get sick. And obviously with COVID and obviously good. And again, Joe's been on – he's been talking about it. He's been – obviously, he's supplementing himself properly. He's getting certain things done. Um, I think the one thing I always look at is, like, he's kind of contradicted himself, right? Because he's obviously an advocate for saying, if you, if you need to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. But he's never been a proactive individual saying hey, people should get the vaccine. And nor he should be like, hey, whatever, his choice is his choice. He wants to make sure he he he, he toes both lines, right? And that's totally fair. And obviously he's had so many different podcasts with different individuals on different treatments and all that kind of jazz, right? And so, but again, he's been caught saying, he's like, listen, if, you, if you're a young guy and you get it, you know, just standing out in the sun, get your vitamin D, drink a lot of water, work out, we'll be okay, right? Okay, not the greatest medical advice, but people will For listen somebody, to that. He was clearly right? not a doctor. Right, people will listen to that though, right? So the only thing is, is that, so he got sick, he got bad fever, had bad chills, and then he's like, okay, and we threw the kitchen sink at it. And we threw, you know, ivermectin, all the other drugs that he listed. I'm not even gonna go through it, but it, like basically, I was listening to another podcast and they I'll kind of listed off every list some of them. <laughs> yeah, sure. List it off. Go. Monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin, uh, Z pack, D3, zinc, um, something that starts with a C that's uh 
basically he, he threw a whole bunch of shit at it. Yeah. So um, he threw everything at, at it. At the end of the day, you don't even know what the hell worked and what didn't. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Right. So he had this huge cocktail and then somebody was saying, it's like that cocktail alone. Like if you don't have insurance, it's going to cost you $30,000. Right. So so what you're saying Joe, is, hold on. Joe Rogan's got the money. Joe Rogan's what got say, the money. What you're saying is the cure to COVID is money. That's what you're saying. If you, but again, I think that's the, the question, right? Is it is it cheap medical products or is it all this big cocktails, right? And like that, he's got, he's able to test himself all the time, right? He's able to, you know, take off work. He's able to do all these certain things, right? So you have to put it in the perspective of the average your net worth is $250 million. <laughs> you can afford whatever treatment that your heart desires. So for example, so uh, monoclonal antibodies, do you know what those go for? I have no idea. So, so it is actually like a very legitimate treatment. It has been promoted in the US by a company named Regeneron. I'm not promoting anything, but like these are, I think this is one of the ones that was actually like, hey, this is looks like there's because basically it's just pumping your body full of antibodies okay. before your body. Uh, it's supposed to be like in the early stages of like when you get sick, you're basically just okay. pumping your body full of antibodies. So just pumping quick, that antibody quick as possible, but but each gotcha. treatment is about like five thousand US. <laughs> See, right? So who uh, like your typical warehouse worker, right? Who you know clearly. The, 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 the single income of the household, right? Is he going to be able to afford that? No, right? Maybe he can. I don't know. Maybe he's a, maybe he's a really good saver, right? But is there probably a really good saver working at Amazon? Like <laughs> seven like, bucks an hour. And again, like that individual who can't take that risk, maybe the vaccine is the best option for them, right? Even if they are on the fence. Because again, is it better to get sick with COVID and then end up in the hospital and take the chances? Or is it better to get sick with COVID and have the vaccine and you don't end up in a hospital, right? I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I just look at the numbers, right? We're, we're just playing one on TV right now. I don't know. I think the only issue I had with Joe Rogan is, so he's like, okay, I'm doing yoga. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm keeping my immune system strong, which are all valid things. And, like, and he oh, still got sick. He still got sick. That's not going to stop a. That's not going to stop you from getting sick. First of all, I think we've right, covered that. Right. And, but with that said, like the first thing that happens when you get sick, it's like he's not doing yoga. He's going to the medicine cabinet and thanking medical science for fucking <laughs> curing him so quickly. Where it's like, oh, well, and the, and like this is the this is one of the reasons why I have like some of the guys in our profession and ladies that. And again, you guys can have your opinions. You can keep their bodies as healthy as you want. I get it. That's fine. But I agree. And you say, should. For other, for other and reasons. You should, and you me. should. But to blatantly say that you're not going to contract it because you have a healthy immune system is or you falling. Or you, ben, or you bench 315. And if you, like if you publish that on your own social channel and say, I'm not going to get it because I have a healthy immune system. You're lying to yourself and you're lying to your friends and that's fine. Do what you want take that risk. I don't give a shit. Right. I mean, you, you do you. Are you talking to some former uh, colleagues? No, of yours I'm there? not talking to anybody. I'm just talking to people. I'm oh, talking talk to you. I'm talking to oh, you, Mike. You're talking, talking to me. To you. Talking to me. Talking I bet I bet I bet 315. 
COVID don't want COVID don't want this smoke. Six two two twenty five twisted steel and sex appeal. COVID sees me. It goes. It I me and COVID end up in an alleyway. I walk out scot free. I am hazardous to your health. So Mike, so where do we go from here? Where do we go? In the world? Like, I don't know. Like, is that a rhetorical like, question? Where do we go from here? I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm hoping. Also, for that, my last comment, for the record, I don't actually believe that. I just want to state that for the record. I'm just being <laughs> a smart ass. Benching 315 does not stop you from getting COVID. You're pretty damn strong if you can do that, generally. Yeah, but yeah. it will not stop you from getting COVID. Just saying. it. But, you know, if you like benching, go for it. Go on, Aaron. I was just going to say. I do understand we came down with a lot of heavy stuff today for our audience and our listeners. And we, do, we do appreciate every time you guys listen to us go on our rants and, you know, go through it and all. We just do it obviously in good fun. And we, you know, you can, you don't have to take anything we take seriously, obviously, because we're just here having a good time. Please but, send your hate you know, mail to Aaron Gall on Facebook and uh, <laughs> at the Choking Hazard podcast page. Well, you'll be responding. DM me, no problem. I will definitely look at them. Uh, I, I probably won't respond to D- the hate DM, mail, but I, I don't. DM me, I don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? At the end of the day, I think, like we said, everybody just wants to get back to training. Everybody just wants to get back on the mats. We want to have fun. We have these big open mats like we used to. I think know. that's something that we can all agree on. Let's get to a point where we can get things under control and we can just train and live our lives peacefully. The end. <laughs> yeah, all- I, think that, I think that's it. And uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to this, obviously, this coming month, which is good. As much as like the craziness is going on with everybody saying, oh, this fucking place is turning into communist Russia, whatever. It's not. Relax. It's okay. What do you mean? Um, Trudeau's a communist. What are you talking about? No, he's not. What do you mean? I just I just read that on Facebook recently. I heard he's a communist. Your boy, yeah. your boy Trudeau's a communist. Can you defend? Why is it my boy? Just because I'm wearing flannel? You voted for him. You like him. He likes I, flannel. Listen, Trudeau did help us out to get this podcast started. So I can't. We can't necessarily knock him. That's true. Much. He was a main, He was the biggest sponsor of 2020. Shout out Justin Trudeau and, and Serb. Exactly. So we have to be careful who we who we uh, piss off here. But can't disparage that I man. It's going to be a great coming month. I think we would, to tell everybody kind of what we've got going on. Obviously, we are still sponsored with Manscaped. We have a great uh, partnership with them for the next until the end of the year, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, so we're going to have a lot more content coming out that way. We have been filming a lot of jujitsu techniques down the pipeline. So those are going to be popping up weekly on the show. Uh-huh. So especially check out the YouTube channel. So we will get the podcast episodes with our guests and obviously our little rants as well. But every week we are going to be dropping new episodes from different academies. They kind of bring up different instructors and different individuals to help bring you guys more tips, especially with Canadian athletes. So you guys got a lot more content you guys can consume. And then obviously we got the tournaments coming up. So we have some more content that we're going to obviously cover for everybody. We want to Ontario Open get... GTA Classic. Oh man, we got so much stuff coming down the pipeline. It's going to be so exciting. The biggest thing is we just want to stay open. Everybody just wants to train. So I think that if we can leave here today with a positive message, let's go train. Let's go have some fun. Everybody be safe out there. And we will see you very soon, obviously on YouTube or in your ear on Spotify and Apple.
podcast. You're, if you are listening to us and you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, we're going to be releasing a lot more content, just like Aaron said. Uh, please like our channel on there, and we have a lot more coming in the fall. Excellent. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you guys on the next See you later.